and welcome to Download Your Thoughts, where two friends download their thoughts on anything and everything into each other's brains. I'm Claire Cordell. And I'm Soph Jones. And this week, we are joined by the lovely Mo and Christina from their hit podcast, Movies That Raised Us. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for asking. I'm stoked. I love, love your podcast. It's oh. so sweet. You. I was just listening to your TikTok episode as I was getting ready to record oh. this. So, yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the premise? I love your podcast. We're such massive fans. So tell us a little bit about like how you started and a little bit about your podcast. So basically we talked for so long about doing a podcast. <laughs> like it was a running joke that we were just always talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. And then when the pandemic happened, we were like, well, here's our shot. And at first we were like, oh, like any 20 something, we're going to have like a dating sex, like relationship <laughs> podcast. Um, and then we were like, actually, like, that's not really what we wanted to do. We talked about doing like a Gilmore Girls pod. And then we were like, wait. <laughs> You see our eyes light up then. We're both like this. Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Pretty much exactly the same as us. That's exactly how we started. It was, yeah, like you said, it was a running joke. We were like, we'll start a podcast one day. And I think we also had that conversation where we were like, should we do like relationships and stuff? I was like, well, (laughs) of course, one of us is in like a long-term relationship. So I don't remember what being single was like. And the other one, stories are not suitable for a podcast. (laughs) So we were like yeah. let's cut that straight away not yeah. a good idea let's not do that one <laughs> yeah that's the like the same as us mo has a long-term boyfriend <laughs> my dating stories just like aren't fun and exciting so i don't yeah. think anyone wants to hear those how did you guys meet are you are you from do you live near each other not anymore not right we, <laughs> yeah we went to college together so we met like mm-hmm. freshman year first day um yeah. and then we lived together in New York we lived in the same apartment yeah. and then I moved to Toronto so I live here now okay yeah. what about you guys how did you guys meet we met on Twitter because I poached her oh to my sing god in a gig. yeah Whoa. I was I was putting a gig on and I was like I need someone else to sing with me so I'll oh like, cool oh, come sing <laughs> so I made her sing with me and then we became friends instantly Claire yeah. was like in my dms for a good month or so before I actually agreed I was like I don't yeah. want to come to London go away like, like come to fucking London and sing on my boat <laughs> yeah it's fun I think it's fun to have a podcast with someone that you know so well but it's also I don't know if you guys find this but sometimes you're like oh my god we're going on a tangent I have to cut this out now we're like revealing too much about ourselves let's Absolutely. get back to the topic yes I have definitely <laughs> beeped out names oh before <laughs> in our episode I quite enjoy just beeping out names though and just leaving in the rest of the story yeah. I'm like I know <laughs> that whoever this is about oh my god a pigeon just <laughs> flew at my window I thought I was about to die oh my god. Did it smash on the window? No, but it was so close. And I thought at first it was a squirrel and I was very confused. I saw the shadow go across your face. (laughs) So just like the the fear glaze over. (laughs) The life just flashed before my eyes. Oh my God. Okay. Horrible. Oh, not going to die at the, I was going to say the hand of a pigeon, but would it be the wing? Claw, yeah, oh, talent, talent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we've got that sorted. We've gone on off massive tangents. <laughs> we have. We've not even asked you about 
tell, talk to us about <laughs> what you what your podcast is. So we are a movie review podcast, and we review nostalgic formative movies from like the 90s and the 2000s primarily but occasionally we'll dip into the 80s the 2010s the 2020s maybe um yeah and we just kind of look back on the classics that we loved growing up with our new perspective now as adults I love that so much I love that and that those are the kinds of films I have actually seen it's a running joke on this podcast I've not seen any film ever but like noughties 90s 2010s yeah. If it was aimed at women, I've probably seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just such a fun era for cinema. And I feel like everything is so dark now. Yeah. Yes. And everything's trying to be so edgy. There's just like no mm-hmm. campy joy anymore. I cannot watch mm-hmm. yes. one of the things I absolutely hate about films now is mm-hmm. being kind of dark and weird for the sake of it. Unless yeah. you've got oh, a point, yeah. then fuck off see I quite yeah. like I like kind of dystopian and thriller mm-hmm. but I have a fine line because I won't watch horror mm-hmm. and thrillers no, are always like I'm gonna touch into horror and I'm like please don't because Whereas I want to I love horror I absolutely I will watch horror films on my own I love Claire's it. comfort films are horror films which Silence, Silence of the Lambs is my comfort film that's wow. such an interesting like story though of a woman who thank you there are like so many ties to things like she doesn't realize it's really like her own journey I feel like more than a horror film yeah think I, is I feel you I don't find it scary and... but people think it's like one of the scariest films out there I don't think it's scary at all I definitely mm-hmm. think it's scary but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, d- I get the like I see like a lot of merit in the film mm-hmm. and like her journey yeah it doesn't seem like just like gore for gore's sake like there's yeah, yeah. it's more substance yeah that's what I have a problem with horrors because I faint at the sight of blood so like mm. I can't I really? can't watch it yeah so you go into the kind of you said you go into the, like the 90s noughties mm-hmm. best time for films love it yeah I think that like one of the reasons that we wanted to do this genre too is because a lot of people don't take the movie seriously they're like oh it's really like it's for just like teenage girls or it's like a decom whatever but I think that there is like a lot of value and even watching it now we can see like watching um, like the Lizzie McGuire movie for example like Mm -hmm. that still hits when you watch it today because it's a story of a girl who's like coming into her own finding her own confidence making decisions for herself like going abroad for the first time like those are relatable themes that have merit to them and we just don't think like a movie has to be like nominated for an Oscar or something in order to have merit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, completely. Yeah. 100%. Before, um, well, when Claire t- told me that you guys were going to come on our podcast, she was like, okay, pick like three films that you love from that time. And Lizzie McGuire was one of them. I think it's, yeah. mm-hmm. so. I, I, I guess like I grew up with the TV show as well. So they're yeah. comfort characters to me. But yeah, like you said, she's, she's kind of going away from home for the first time it's a brand new environment I'm obsessed with the the lookalike storyline I just yeah spent my days <laughs> so hoping good. that would happen to me I was like yeah I'm gonna have a lookalike who's famous and this will be perfect it'll all mm-hmm. work out we'll be best friends I can't wait and everything will be fine <laughs> yeah yeah, Love it. No, yeah the Lizzie McGuire movie was like the first movie that we ever gave a 10 out of 10 on the podcast and then we got to interview Jim Fall who directed it yeah. Which was amazing. Oh, amazing. An incredible experience. He's like the sweetest guy. So nice. We had such a good time with him. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. That is amazing. And amazing. I will admit to when I went to Rome 
I definitely was like, I'm going to pretend I'm Lizzie McGuire. Like, yeah. I'm not taking in I, any of the culture here. I'm just going to no. pretend I'm Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, definitely. I went to Rome the year that that movie came out. So in the summer, I went to the Cherry Fountain. I was like, Paolo, are you here? <laughs> this is my dear. You're like six years old. You're like, yeah. Paolo? <laughs> same kind of elk is the mary kate and ashley films yeah mm, i definitely. used to be obsessed with them I, those two for the same reason i would be like this is mm-hmm. great i wish i had a twin i don't wish i had a twin but yeah. <laughs> at the time yeah. i was like this would be a great thing to have oh, for yeah. the hijinks for yeah, the totally as a kid drama. like i wanted a twin just to be like oh my god we're gonna like switch places <laughs> yeah yes. you're gonna go on like a date with my boyfriend like it's gonna be so crazy <laughs> in our like year group there were a set of twins and one of them was in my class one of them was in another class and they switched for the day and no one none of the teachers noticed we obviously all knew we were like oh Claudia's coming into our class today it's and Beth's going into the other class they went they like swapped books did their lessons separately no one noticed I guess maybe the teachers were like if I call it out and it's wrong that's really embarrassing so I'm just gonna leave it but it was amazing I was like okay I want I want a twin just to do that for the day that totally. just yeah imagine fun. having yeah. a twin just to be like can you just go and do maths for me today because I don't want to uh, uh, I'm sick so, so have you guys spoken about Mean Girls on your podcast have not you yet oh. it's okay. like a big I'm like kind of scared to tackle it because it's yeah, such a yeah. heavy Magic. hitter but we do get requests for it a lot so we're gonna have to do it eventually you are gonna have to do it Mean Girls is on my, mm-hmm. on my list of films that would have mm-hmm. influenced my life I love them yeah Tina Fey wrote Mean Girls, right? Did she yes. write it with another writing partner? Was it? I think was, so. What's his name? With her, hus- with her husband? Yeah, the guy. Because okay. I feel like they did the musical together as well. Yeah, they? they did. Mm-hmm. And now they're okay. making the movie of the musical as oh well. Okay. Yeah. I love that. My absolute goal is to be Janice in the musical. Oh, yeah. That oh, is goal so for cool. me. So I, will, I, will, I, will, I will kill someone to be that part. I'll <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll go full just, it's the <laughs> it's the juiciest part so yeah she's yeah, great. and she has the really best in the musical she has the best songs so mm. I was like I'll, I'll I was like already in my 20s when I realized the Lebanese lesbian plot yes. line yeah <laughs> I did not totally over my head when I was a kid yeah I love it but that's the sort of thing that does go over your head when you're younger isn't it when yeah Mm-hmm. And all of the stuff with the, I mean, there's a lot, of, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there to unpick. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. I remember as a kid, the whole like butter your muffin. I like had no yes. idea <laughs> what that meant or what that was. No. So, You're like, oh. talking about breakfast food. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Great. I remember like one girl in my class had the DVD and we like shared it amongst us all. It was yeah. like, oh yeah an unspoken thing that we all knew that we had to watch it yeah it got like passed around my class we all watched it all had like came back and spoke about it yeah I totally remember the first time I watched it because I was at my friend's house for like a sleepover in middle school and her mom knew that my mom was like super strict so before she put in the dvd she was like Mariah, is this okay with your mom that we watch it? And I knew it was not, absolutely not. But I was like, 
oh, like I've seen this before. It has like, cause I had seen like a clip of it on TV. I was like, it has the gay guy. And I said like something else that was in the movie. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so oh, yeah, she like fun. let us watch it, but I was absolutely lying through my teeth. I, I remember I watched it cause my dad, he went to like a, like a conference in mm-hmm. I think Thailand and we would buy like a lot of pirated DVDs cause in Asia, like you did not have access to yeah. a lot of DVDs at the time. And he just bought like a bunch that were like popular for me and my brother and was like, here you go. And mean Girls is one of them. He had no idea anything about it and gave it to his 10 year old daughter. Um, and then so I watched it and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then I ended up bringing it to a sleepover in the fifth grade. And then all my friends watched it. And probably none of us should have been watching it at that age. <laughs> but well, bulls. It's fine. Love it. Yeah, yeah, I think one of, it's one of those young. female bonding films, isn't it? So yes, we were, definitely. I was obviously I'm older than you guys, so it came out. What what year did it come out? Two thousand two thousand four. So I was I was fourteen. So we were watching it at like sleepovers as well. Yeah. So we were well old enough to watch it, but it was that film and the Notebook that you watched oh, as like bonding mm, things in a group yeah. of friends. I do Rachel remember. Adams did them both in the same she year. Did, yeah, and it, the Whoa. contrast between I just love her. Yeah. She's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's so good. My favorite movie of hers is About Time. I love that movie. It's like (gasps) one of my favorite rom coms of all time. Claire, what are some of the other films that you had on your list that have like (laughs) made you who you are today? That have made me who I am. Little Mermaid. Mm. I loved Little Mermaid. Yeah. It shaped my entire life around Little Mermaid. Mm. You have the the hair. So I have the hair, but I am Ursula is my like soul sister. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. She's who I aspire yeah. to be. Hocus Pocus. Mm, very yeah. cool movie. One of the greatest films of all time. Mm-hmm. Just purely because Bette Midler is the queen. Yes. Um, we spoke about this before, Spice World. Oh, I love Spice mm. World. So do I. I that movie is so insane. It's like a yes. fever dream, <laughs> but I love it. It's so dumb. And then Elton John pops up and you're like, yeah. what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's, it's crazy. such a good film. Richard E. Grant, someone climbing out the toilet. Oh, come on. The alien <laughs> plot line mm-hmm. that happens in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I've seen a spaceship. Drive, Melanie. Oh, so good. <laughs> Meatloaf, he's in it. He's the bus driver. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's just fabulous. Crossroads, the Britney Spears film. Oh, that's yeah. such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love um, Crossroads and Coyote Ugly. Are two like really great like finding yourself yeah like mm-hmm. what's happening in my life movies yeah crossroads has got some dark plot points as well with the drinking and the unwanted pregnancies and all that sort of shit oh yeah, yeah it's good it's a great film i think that's like i guess kind of what you guys are saying as well there's a lot of plot lines in these films that maybe when you're younger you don't really take on board but actually watching yeah. back you're like really trying to say something here and mm-hmm. like raise some points yeah i think that one thing that they really got right in like the 2000s and the 90s is that they were able to explore these kind of like darker themes because i've definitely been surprised re-watching some stuff being like mm-hmm. oh this is actually like pretty dark and serious but still have levity to it and in a way that you yeah. can still enjoy the movie and you don't walk away feeling like depressed and like life is terrible i think they also do a really good job of being down to earth where I feel like a lot of the things I see now, even if it's not a sitcom, it has like a sitcom energy where there's like always a punchline, mm. you know? 
Yeah. It's just like really put on, I feel like. Yeah. Like Bridesmaids is a brilliant film. And I think that set precedent mm-hmm. for a lot of people to try and copy that style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people have gone, oh, Bridesmaids worked. We'll do it. We'll do that. And we're not going to do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Bridesmaids so good. I'd love to cover that one. If you could pick three films from the from the like 90s, 2000s kind of era that mm-hmm. you would say has completely shaped your like being my number one is school of rock i have loved that movie my whole life um now when i watch it i cry every time i watch it during the battle of the band scene because i'm just like these kids are like (laughs) following their passions and i'm like pull it together woman but (laughs) yeah i just love that movie i love seeing kids being able to express themselves through art one of the girls who sang backup in school of rock she was like this like blonde white girl she was like one of the backup singer girls yeah. in the class went to school with my brother and like we saw the movie one day and he was like this looks like my classmate and it was <laughs> it was her oh my yeah. gosh I love it that's a great mm-hmm. film that's a good choice yeah sometimes yeah. Jack Black really does and like, I just love Jack Black <laughs> <laughs> yeah him in the holiday oh, yeah. I love like him in the holiday yeah the most charming yes. man i've ever seen i when yeah. i watch a holiday i watch it for him not for jude law mm-hmm. oh same because cameron diaz winds me up as well so i and kate winslet i'm i love obviously kate winslet titanic oh yeah she's the dream so yeah. those two together i'm like skip jude law and cameron i'll just watch these <gasps> yes mm-hmm. like iris's storyline one yes. of my favorites of all time with the um the old guy the with do, arthur do and a do but he do yeah, yeah. Oh, i love that movie such a good film that is a great mm-hmm. film that that kind of separate genre of like kind of christmas time mm-hmm. noughties films mm-hmm. are my yeah. favorite like bridget jones is that Christmas Eve? Yes. I watch it at Well, Christmas. it starts, yeah, it starts yeah. like on New Year's and then it spans the yeah. whole year. So Christmas happens. Yeah, because yeah. of the Christmas yeah. jumpers and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. And like Love Actually, obviously, mm. is yes. yeah. never to be recreated, even though they tried. I haven't seen it. You've not seen it? Oh, no, do it. That's a great film to watch. Yeah. Yeah. British Christmas films are just better than American ones. <laughs> For sure. That, Love actually is one of the ones that I would I'll say I'll quote things from that regularly. Mm. In with yeah. no context at all. Yeah. Oh, that's how, like how I so I had to go over to France to do this like performance when I was younger and I stayed with a host family. So it was just like this French family who just let me stay in their house. I don't really know how that whole situation worked, but I turned <laughs> up and that was like the thing we bonded over was Hugh Grant dancing. Yeah. Love Actually. They were like, oh, we love Hugh Grant. Like that's how I got into conversation with them and felt less awkward about being in their house and eating their food. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. One of our friends has like a theory that what your favorite Love Actually storyline is, like says a lot about you, kind of like astrology. (laughs) What's hers? What would be your favorite Love Actually Mine is um, Sarah and Carl. Is her name Sarah? Laura Linney's character. Oh, with the, with, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing the deed to Songbird by Eva Cassidy. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I my love, favorite. Such a clever use of songs. It's so not appropriate, but it works so yeah. well. That scene is so sad. I like, oh. I, yeah, I love that storyline. It's probably my fave. I think, I don't, one. I feel like my favorite would be, oh no, I can't decide. Yeah, I, I'm Maybe Emma think. Thompson with Snake, mm. but, but oh, not so for sad. any other... <laughs> because it's so dark but then also yeah. i love 
um, Martine McCutcheon in that. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is my fucking coat? I love her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, I don't know whether I have like a favourite storyline. Mm. I think I have like favourite characters, but like not necessarily linked to that yeah. storyline. Because yeah, Emma Thompson's character is oh, like the most heartbreaking depiction of just like putting up with a marriage yeah Yeah. after like oh my god it just kills me and the fucking i don't even remember her name but the girl in the office mia oh with her stupid sexy lingerie is this the movie where um jennifer aniston tells her husband to stop smoking damn it no (laughs) what is that film you're thinking of he's just not that into you you're so right Oh, with I've never the, seen yeah. that actually. I'm not. I'm not oh. trying to think that I've seen. That. <laughs> You're like, is it, is it the film where the boat sinks? No, <laughs> babe, no. <laughs> you know that mm. in Love Actually they had like a whole storyline, a whole like older gay storyline that they cut out with two. With, oh, um, really? What's wow. her fucking name? Um, Francis something. And like she's like an older Francis actress. McDermott. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, she's like an older. She put, oh my God, Harry Potter again. She plays Madame Maxime in Harry Potter. Oh, like the yes, big, yeah. The big woman. <laughs> she mm-hmm. plays her. Um, and they had this whole storyline where there was like an older lesbian couple and one mm. of them was terminally ill and they cut it out because it was too sad. Oh. That sounds oh. heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you watch, I had the DVD with extras on it, which is my mm. favorite thing to do. And I do have the DVD. Maybe I'll have to check. Do it. There was a whole thing about it. It's one DVD of like the four line. DVDs that I own. Yes, do it. Have a look and see if it is because it is. Mm. It looks great. Ooh. I mean, devastating, yeah. but it looks great. Yeah, I think it would have, have not been my favorite film if that storyline had been in there because it would have made me so sad. I can't, I can't do it when they make it like so sad that it's almost like it's that like trauma porn where they're like, yeah. I'm just gonna make you so sad. No. P.S. Yeah. I love you. Does that to me. Yeah. Why is that so sad? Oh, is that Hillary Swank? Yeah. Basically, her husband dies and leaves her letters. That is like, horrible. So, yeah. 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 And I don't like when films where, like, they don't resolve it in some way and, like, show them happy at the end. Like, yeah. if they just leave them being sad, I'm like, oh, that's just life then. And I don't watch film for it to be exactly like life. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Kids Are All Right? Yes. With, um, uh, Ju- no, Julia. No, Julie. Um, what's her fucking name? She looks like oh, so Julianne Moore. Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju- Julie something. Yeah, she's this is like a weird game of like charades. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with names. <laughs> oh my gosh, me neither. Two, like a, a wife wife couple, and then their demise, but also not. They come together. Do they? I don't know. Can we say spoilers <laughs> on this podcast? Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah. No. If they have oh, yeah. I feel like that, that film's like 10 years old. They're good. If they have a song <laughs> right now, they're not yeah. that good. Um, and it also has Josh Hutcherson in it, who I had like the oh my biggest God. crush on when I was a I was, so was like, I have yeah. to watch. Um, yeah. And then she's also not, I don't think Julianne Moore, I think it was the other woman whose name is escaping me right now. This is me. Like every time I'm watching a show, I'm like, that person looks familiar. Sorry. I need to make sure I recognize <laughs> them from the background of this one episode of a TV show I saw seven oh, years so. ago. And then you get into a hole of like, what have they been in? Oh, they've been yeah. in this with this person. I know this person from this film, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah it's a I, whole thing. I always mm-hmm. find that I'm like, I recognize them. And then I look and I'm like, 
they've not been in anything that I've seen. <laughs> like everything they've been in, I've not seen it. So I or just... they've been in some like episode of some really yeah. obscure TV show from like ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. Annette Benning. Oh, okay. It yes. has Julianne Moore, Mark Ruffalo, and oh. Benning. The cast is popping off. Oh, I love Mark Ruffalo. So do I. Oh, we, um, he's yeah. like, I'm on the screen. I'm on the stage. I'm in your hearts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Him and Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd is like an interesting one because I love, like, I love you, man. One of my yeah. like, favorite movies. I can't even put my, like, I don't know why I love it so much, but also um, I think he might have written this, but he's not in it for getting Sarah Marshall. Oh, great. Well, Jason Siegel wrote it. He's in it, though. Okay. Yeah. I love Jason Siegel. Yes, I, I love more Jason Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Paul Rudd's just like a calming influence for me, yeah. but I'm also like, yeah. how do you look the same age? Yeah. I, I think that I've seen yeah. Paul Rudd in person because I used to work at this... Um, like bougie ramen restaurant in New York <laughs> and so like like Drew Barrymore came in once like different people like would come in like regularly mm-hmm. and I think Paul Rudd came in with his family once he's yeah. sh- I think he's short I think he's a short king I'll allow it I'm fine with it yeah I feel like with the, there are exceptions to the rule aren't there like yeah. I allow you to be short that's fine <laughs> you're still attractive you. I'll allow okay to be short <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll allow Johnny Depp to be short because he's fine. Is he really that short? He's 5'9", which isn't short. Oh, my God. I would be like, short. Yeah. No, I would kind of just, yeah, same. I mean, I'm only 5'5", but still. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have this conversation all the time, but I forget I'm taller than you. Yeah, I forget you're taller than me. How tall are you? I'm 5'6", but I give off very, like, 5'2 energy. (laughs) I thought you were 5'2". I'm 5'2". Yeah. Yeah, everyone thinks sure. this I think it's because I've got a short torso but really long legs so like if you're seeing me from like most of my internet friends obviously have only seen me kind of like from like top view and yeah. so they don't realize how tall I am until they meet mm-hmm. me in person and then they're like what the fuck I'm the direct opposite I've got a really long torso and short stumpy legs <laughs> It's not awesome. proportioned at all. I'm like, hi. So if we swapped <laughs> yeah. like, torso and legs, there we'd be a perfect person. But in, instead, we have this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. I'm 5'7", and I always was, like, really, really short growing up. Like, teeny tiny. And, like, now I'm always the tallest in my friends. I'm not even, like, that tall. Yeah. But my friends are just always very me small, too. small women. Yeah. Me, me too. It is... Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends is literally like five foot and it's, yeah. I feel like a giant. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> even that tall. Why do I feel yeah. so tall? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I was also like the shortest in my class. And then mm-hmm. one day, you know, you have to like line up in height order. Yeah. For some reason, I was then like suddenly in the middle. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm not short anymore. When did this happen? It was great. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Directly in the middle. Just kind of stood there like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, the middle's not the best place to be, though. It's kind of always fun to either be like one of the tallest or one of the shortest. The middle is yeah. just then everyone you're like else. Either at the back or like the mm-hmm. very front of the yeah. photo. That is yeah. one of the main reasons I have my hair's the wrong color at the moment because lockdown. But that's one of the main reasons I have bright red hair because when I was doing theater, I used to just get put in the middle and I, mm. everyone would always just look at me and that fed my yeah. ego. 
and it was great yeah <laughs> I mean we're both thing, actors you know? so we yeah. get it yeah yeah fully I mean I don't know if this is a controversial thing to say but I feel like a lot of male parts in anything are just like be a man with issues and treat yeah. women badly and that's mm. kind of it like it's it always the for me the ratio like you're a 45 year old man your girlfriend is 23 in this film and she is tiny <laughs> and blonde <laughs> in real life she's not going to look twice at you she's going to look at your son babe like, honestly yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's like a huge thing too to have um, the beautiful wife and then have the like okay or ugly Ugh, husband. Yeah. That's what like if you've ever seen like an episode of Family Guy, that's like the yes. trope that they're playing off of mm-hmm. to make him like super like dumb and like unattractive. And then the wife is like nice and hot. The only parts that I would ever in theater get put up for and like I I never did I was never sort of TV or anything like that. But the only parts that people like that look like me get are the Melissa McCarthy's the funny mate or the like yeah that's so the mate that's that does a little quip and then fucks off I'm not I'm not quippy Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me do something better (laughs) give you a ballad give you like a robust love story like that's what we want to see but it definitely is a huge problem that you think like would be solved by now yeah yeah or like would be better because there's like so much like body positivity stuff happening like specifically on social media or like mm-hmm. in the modeling world but it's like not reflected in other places yeah well they see things like bridget jones as a plus size character <gasps> yeah That's we're now like any Go woman away. that is like mid-size quote unquote yeah. is kind of like co-opting the body positivity oh. movement and like not paying respect yeah, to like the women of color who started it and pioneered it and yeah, there's like a lot of discourse about it on TikTok that I've been privy to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We I've had this exact conversation an episode ago, didn't we, when we were mm-hmm. talking about body positivity in our TikTok episode, yeah, how yeah. it's gone a bit awry because it's yeah. not, it's, it's being claimed by the wrong yeah. type of influencer, which isn't mm-hmm. what we need. It's unsurprising. Mm. Something that's supposed to be positive, like ends up being taken on by people for clout. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> yes. it's just social media in general now it's like i'm going to take this important issue and make myself famous off of it even though i'm not representing people properly we've got very serious (laughs) it's been a very serious and i'm gonna take a complete u-turn here and talk about seeing as we're talking about drama groups and all that kind of stuff i remember distinctly missing my like drama group thing at school so that I could get home in time to watch the premiere of High School Musical. Yes. And that film really has shaped me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it really yeah. one of the ones that's like fully impacted you? Yes. I <gasps> lived my life like it was High School Musical. I love that so much. Yeah. I And it plagued me for many years that if I was ever going to be like in a production of it, I'd probably be cast as Sharpay. Because I was like, I want to be Gabrielle. But thinking about it now, I'm like, no, Sharpay's the best character. Oh, yeah. She's very cool. I think I've seen that film once, which is a bad thing. I know, awful. You got to brush up on it. It's so good. We talked about this on um when we covered high school musical but like i would be mad if i were sharpay and i was like practicing my whole life and like rehearsing and just working really hard to get the role and then to have some random new girl come in sing one song Mm -hmm. yeah literally one song like and she doesn't even like care about the play that much yeah like it doesn't really isn't totally convinced that this is what she wants to do but get the part Uh, Yeah. yeah 
Oh, Especially like, when Sharpay wants to like study drama and like become an actor. Yeah. And like you need those credits on your resume when you're applying yeah. to school. And then some rando girl comes in, it's like, oh, this will just be like a fun thing to do with this cute guy. Mm-hmm. It's not even yeah. good. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. It's how I became friends with like one of my best friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, I followed her on Twitter and she put a tweet out that was like, Sharpay deserved better. And I was like, <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. And then we Justice like started talking. Yeah. And like we became best friends through it because she absolutely did. I could not agree more. And I had this happen to me because I went to um, a school that like you can go from like kindergarten up till leaving for college age, I think mm-hmm. now. But mm-hmm. I joined when I was about eight. And once you get up to like the senior school when you're about mm, uh, 11, 12, or 11 or 12. Yeah, I think it's 12. Yeah. So I specifically took singing lessons at the school because they gave more solo parts to people who had singing lessons at the school I was in every school play I like worked my ass off to get on the good books of the music teacher so that when we got into the senior school when we start doing the big productions I was in there Mm -hmm. and another girl also called Sophie also with blonde hair came in from a new school joined and we were doing Oliver and she got the role of Oliver and I've never been so devastated in my life. And I like yeah. was I refused to be friends with her. Like <laughs> refused. Yeah. Depth of it. Yeah, no, really. Yeah. Honestly, like when we I I feel like when we were maybe like 16, we spoke about it. And she was like, I feel like you didn't like me because I got the part of Oliver. I was like, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined my career at school. Yeah, yeah I was so distraught about it because I got one of like mm-hmm. Fagin's boys and I was like this is shit I couldn't be mm. more sympathetic to Sharpay the politics tried. around theatre at school is hardcore to, like the base of the matter is when you audition as a younger kid right so we're in school middle school whatever this is like the first time in your life you feel like adamantly rejected mm. when you like are vulnerable like I yes. feel like you get to learn at a young age like you go up to a cast list and you're like oh they like think I'm fucking worthless and then I'm talentless yeah which is like a very big emotional uh you know experience as a kid Mm -hmm. so I know people who like obviously they still talk about like oh it was so messed up the way they cast people like it was just how much money your parent donated to the school or like oh I remember like getting screwed over in this thing like Mm -hmm it stays with you when you're yeah. like a kid and you're feeling rejected and stuff. It's like a huge moment. It really mm. does. And it doesn't get easier when you start auditioning pro either because you, it brings you back. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. being I, the only, and this is true. I didn't. So we have like, it's like a levels and GCSEs and I didn't get, you needed five A to C's to stay on to do the stick form. Right. I got three cause I didn't turn up to half of my classes, but I got three A's and the rest, nothing because I didn't go. But the only reason that I was allowed to stay on is because they wanted me to play Nancy and Oliver. Mm. They were like, we, we kind of need you to come back. So will you? And I was like, mm, yeah, I guess so. And so obviously that gives you the ego boost. Cause you're like, oh, they want me. And then you go out into the real world and you get, in auditions and they're like mm, we've already got one of you and you're like what but <laughs> I was yeah. Nancy like guys yeah. I was I was Nancy at school <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> yeah it messes yeah. with you it throws you out definitely yeah. I think it's a it's a hard one because if you if you're like the gifted kid at school 
it sucks when you get into the real world and you're like oh I was special at school but like Mm -hmm. I'm a small fish in a big pond exactly out in the real world but then if you've had lots of rejection when you're young as well it either like puts you off doing stuff because you're like I don't want to feel like that Mm -hmm. or if you do Mm -hmm. put yourself out there it really hurts when you do get rejected like I've definitely Mm -hmm. had that so many times in drama groups and then when I got penny in hairspray I was so excited but then I also took on like all the other people who auditioned for penny I was like but I know how they feel right now so like I can't even enjoy this because I'm like I feel so bad for everyone else who went up for it because I've been there I've been the person that's been like oh I didn't get it and they're all thinking Mm -hmm. in their heads now oh she can't even sing or whatever because I've been the person to do that as well so it's a oh it's really yeah it's so gruesome it's toxic (laughs) as well isn't it it's really fucking toxic it is hard but that's why I love high school musical so much because it really (laughs) just like encapsulates that perfectly and yeah yeah Sharpay had every right to feel the way she did and that's the hill Mm. I will die on yeah yeah (laughs) oh yeah I was a huge huge high school musical girl I still am I like learned all the dances I found out when I was in high school that there is a boy who liked me in like the fifth grade, but he stopped liking me because I liked High School Musical too much. And I'm like, you know what? Good riddance. I don't need that yeah. energy in Not my worth life. It. Yeah. Get him out. Oh, you don't need that in your life. So how do you guys feel about the like series that they've made off of High School Musical? How do we feel about this? If I actually it? really like it. I thought it was going to be trash. And I started watching it during quarantine and I was like, oh no, this is delightful. These children are very talented. I love the like mockumentary style that they shot it in. I think it's really self-aware and really funny. I've not seen it. Is there a series of it? Yeah. I've told you about this. It's a musical. Oh, the musical, the series. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Is it like, it's kind of glorified glee, better glee. No. Uh, Glee is its own special yeah, yeah, Glee is like its own monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically the kids who go to the high school that High School Musical was shot at because it's a real high school that people go to. Oh, okay. And they're putting up High School Musical as the school musical that year. So it's all about like the drama club at this high school in Utah where they shot High School Musical. Oh my God, I actually might watch this. this yeah, really and it's shot like mockumentary style, kind of like The Office. So they'll have like talking heads and stuff like that it's really funny <laughs> yeah it's so good and that's where olivia rodrigo's from yes oh i did know wow this. driver's license yeah, yeah her and joshua bassett were both on that show and that's how they like dated and then the whole drama okay that led oh, to yeah. driver's Got license it. and that's you know the what? whole thing right so yeah. i haven't seen this series i've only heard about it from christina and i saw one um like clip of it with um yeah. the guy who plays ryan yeah he has yes. a cameo mm-hmm but I did not realize that Olivia Rodrigo was from that show. I thought she was from like a whole other like Disney thing. Oh yeah. yeah she's oh, so she's cool. from that. And that I feel like that just adds like another layer with the whole yes. like Olivia and Joshua thing, because that's the kind mm-hmm. of thing that would happen in high school musical. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. It was a it was a showman's one hundred percent. And for th- those of you who have seen it, in like the last episode there's this huge speech that he makes to her and it's like very vulnerable and like romantic and he improved that oh did he really yes and it's about like their relationship in real life and like she was super emotional in the scene I was like 
Are they actors? No, they're real kids. No, this- they're actors. They're actors. Yeah. Okay. It's a scripted show. It's like fictional. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh okay. my god, I didn't know that last bit. That's- yeah. <gasps> I'm gonna have to rewatch so, it. Yeah, you have to go back and watch that scene again in the dressing <laughs> I'm, room. I'm gonna watch yeah. it. Oh, oh, I'm so excited for her album. Yeah. I literally. Yeah. I love her so much. I only know about her because you recommended that song, what the driver's license song. Yeah. Uh, I was so anti driver's license. (laughs) And then I heard it the other day and I was like, you didn't need me. I was like (laughs) freaking the fuck out. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot, like Olivia Rodrigo songs and like Taylor Swift songs and stuff, particularly like Taylor Swift's like more Mm. recent stuff, Mm -hmm. is stuff that I needed when I was younger I'm like oh my god if this song had been around when I was younger maybe I wouldn't have done the things that I did I listened to 15 when I was younger like I would be like literally like get your head in the game like you need to listen like digest this it was like Taylor Swift was like my older sister I was like you are giving me advice yeah absolutely absolutely the problem that I had is that like I I'm not that far away from Taylor Swift's age so like I grew mm-hmm. up with her. So when she's making all these mistakes in her life, I'm also making them. So the songs are like, oh my God, yeah, I feel this. But then mm-hmm. like the songs now that are more reflective and are like, you don't need to like change yourself mm-hmm. for a guy, mm-hmm. like stay strong. The right guy's going to come along, blah, blah, blah. I needed that then. I don't need yeah. that now. Yeah. I know that now. Yeah. I needed yeah. it then. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're too late now, Taylor. Because I had like better than revenge, like up full volume. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hate women and I'm like yeah no. yeah and <laughs> oh, even Taylor now is like ooh, that song yeah, that yes. was a rough one but I mean yeah. like it was like her diary like yeah, yeah. I get it yeah. oh yeah yeah she I think that what I really love about her because I've also like loathed her public persona yeah like a lot but I'm also just like with any celebrity it's like I don't know you like literally mm-hmm. I've never met you so how can I make a judgment um, based on like just what I see in like the media but mm-hmm. what I love about her music is that she's like I'm a lyricist mm-hmm. and like of course she sings she like plays guitar and piano but she like goes in on her lyrics and like puts her heart out there yeah which I feel like is really rare to just be like my lyrics are like it oh yeah. and like Completely. that's the big thing and it just like makes you relate. Like even people who are like total cynics, I feel like can appreciate. Yeah, I'm not a massive Taylor. Like I was, not, I said this when we spoke about her before. I'm not not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm the same mm-hmm. as you. Like I was a bit like, oh, seeing Taylor Swift in the fucking news again. Shut up, hon. Like, sh- sh- sh. but then yeah. and I never really listened to her music because yeah. it was all a bit poppy for me. And then when she released the folklore stuff, I was like, uh huh okay yeah yeah now all of the stuff's in the re-releases i said to say the re-releases have what was missing for me the first time around Mm -hmm. so now i'm listening to them like yeah i like these i'm sorry the old taylor can't come to the phone right now um we've got wildly off topic (laughs) like let's talk about films yeah we talk about (laughs) one film every 20 minutes yeah the rest of the time will be chaos Mo, I don't think you um, got to say what your movie was. I think we yeah, yeah, did yeah, School of Rock yeah, and then yeah. ran with School it. School of yeah. Rock went with it. Go on. <laughs> tell us the movie that you would, your top one. Uh, I would say um, I have two really like top movies, the Lizzie McGuire movie and the Cheetah Girls because <gasps> yes. yeah, 
I was really like, I, I would say those are the two that really like defined me as a young adult. Um, Hillary Duff was like an icon to me. I like literally looked up to her so much. Like I have in my like childhood closet, literally right now, I have like a bunch of her CDs. Um, I would like go online and be like, you know, like what's Hillary Duff wearing? Like how is she wearing her hair? <laughs> And then the Cheetah Girls was like really one of the like few um, representations of like Hispanic women on yeah. Disney Channel, like in yeah. their movies. And I was like, oh my God, like this is so cool. What's her name? Adri- Adrian. Adrian Bailon. Oh, she's mm-hmm. wonderful. She's so great. I love her. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she's like such a cool character too. I was like, Oh my god. Like I just thought that their whole thing of like this like girl power, like mm-hmm. fierce, confident. And they also have um more of like an R&B sound to their music. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like just pop like you usually see in those Disney Channel movies yeah. um and TV shows. So the music in like, Cheetah Girls 2 is so good. Unreal. <laughs> so good. Cheetah Girls yeah. 2 Unreal. Oh, yeah, it's such a great film. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, we're gonna cover it this summer. I'm so oh, yeah. excited. Yes. Yeah, so good. I can't, yeah, I can't wait for that. Oh yeah. my god. I'm so with you on Cheetah Girls. It's such a great choice. Yeah. Oh, Adrian Bailon liked a couple of our Instagram photos the other day, yeah. and I was like, "Stop it!" Freaking oh. out. I was like, "Be on the pod. Come on, Adrian. <laughs> oh my god, you guys should try and get her on. That would be amazing. I would love to. The Hannah Montana film is a great, great film. Yeah. I remember watching it in the theaters. Did you? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. I love that. Because am I remembering this right? Is her horse called Blue Jeans? I think it is. Because I was like, that sounds right. Yeah. I think that was like my one issue with that film. I was like, why are you calling your horse Blue Jeans? Like Eugene. <laughs> yeah but blue, blue jeans, jeans. <laughs> wonderful i think it's creative no i hate that it's funny that that was your issue with the movie when um <laughs> the movie revolves around her being like i'm telling you a whole town that i'm hannah montana don't tell anyone yeah, yeah and they're like we'll keep your secret oh yeah and I have to the reporter <laughs> that found out i guess oh, and so the reporter's funny. just like oh, never mind <laughs> I'd like completely forgotten about that whole aspect <laughs> yeah. of the film. I was like, I remember three things from this film. I remember her horse is called Blue Jeans. Taylor mm-hmm. Swift is in it. And yep. there's a song about a butterfly. That's <laughs> the guy, the main like romantic. Lucas Till. Yeah. yeah. He was in the You Belong With Me yes. music video, right? Okay. Yeah, he was. I thought he was such a cutie. Oh, yeah. Mm. A classic Disney Channel cutie. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. what's the guy from Cinderella Story? What's he was Ida Matthews? Oh, Chad oh. Michael Murray. Oh. Chad Michael. I think I had a poster of him on my wall. <laughs> I loved him. Yeah. I don't know if you voted for our Star Dazzle Awards. Um, we're doing like a, an award show for our one year podcasting anniversary, and he is nominated for <gasps> yes. several oh awards. I am voting. Yeah, he is right nominated away. for Teen Heartthrob of the Year. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of him and Sam stuff for cinderella story so i love it okay i'm definitely doing that after same i want to know who else is <laughs> oh i just had here written down notable mention for the film the page master because no one else has fucking seen that film it is just me oh macaulay culkin it turns into a cartoon whoopi goldberg's a book and it's just a brilliant film <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> what the page right, master okay. 
So, you know the guy from Back to the Future, the old fella? No? Michael J. Fox? The, the like, old crazy Oh, the old guy. Him. So he's in it. And he's a librarian. Macaulay Culkin is this, like, real scared little child, and he's scared Wait, of everything. In the beginning, does mm-hmm. he go into this weird machine, and he's, like, a human, and then he goes into it, and he turns into a cartoon? Sort of. He the weird machine. He goes into <laughs> he goes into a library. <laughs> There's like some sort of a portal. Mm. No, okay. Maybe no, I feel movie. like it's quite possibly a different one. He goes into a library and he because it's raining and he falls over and hits his head and he's now in a cartoon world. Right. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg wow. is a book. She's the voice of a book, and it's re- it's fucking excellent. Wow. I just feel I- like it's a film that everyone needs to watch. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard of this. It's no. like, I feel like it's from the 90s, but it is one one of my favorite films and I would recommend it to everyone to watch. Wow. Patrick Stewart. Oh my god. Yeah, he plays the Star-studded. he plays the the fucking pirate book. Okay, <laughs> this this animation looks uh-huh. vaguely familiar. Yeah. I reckon you'll have seen it because it's one of those films yeah. like on once and it was I clung to it. I was like this is wonderful. Was it the Page Master? Yeah, because it's got a song in it by um uh, one of this like old R&B artist called Wendy Moten and it's called Whatever You Imagine. And I remember listening to it being like, oh, it's so Celine Dion vibes. Whatever you imagine. Do-do-do. It's brilliant. I recommend <laughs> it. Everyone go and watch Page Master. It feels oh like gosh. one of those like not Disney films of the time, like exactly. um like Thumbelina or like all oh, of yes. those where it's like yes. vaguely Disney, but not. It's yeah. that's exactly what it is, and it starts off in the real world, and then he gets sucked mm-hmm. into the library roof, and then he's in oh a my gosh. world. I can't get over Macaulay Culkin, um, being in a relationship with Brenda Song. Well, they have a baby now. So weird. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I'm great. I knew that they were together for a while. I didn't. Um, but I did not know that they were pregnant until their child was born recently. Mm-hmm. I love that. One yeah. of your films, Soph, was the Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, wasn't it? <gasps> I love oh that movie. Yes. I yeah, found yeah. out recently she's she's got a kid with Ron Weasley. Yeah. yeah. Was Grant. Yeah. Go on, girl. Get yeah. that <laughs> money for your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I low-key love, like, okay, j- bear with me here. Do I need okay. to just star in one, like, Disney Channel original or, like, one teen fucking movie and then I get to marry, like, a multi-millionaire <laughs> yeah i feel like, like not so. that they're doing it on purpose but like is that just like a, a situation that works it's the gateway you know? i feel like that. we need to write a film with equal parts for us four and then we will each yes. get our prospective partner mm-hmm. of choice mm-hmm. yes it doesn't okay. matter that you're already in relationships yeah it's i was gonna say i feel like my boyfriend might say something <laughs> about it but it's fine i'm sure i can get him on board it's all right okay. yeah i will convince phil it'll be cool <laughs> Okay, I yeah. feel like this is basically just a plot for me yeah. and Christina to Yeah, we'll, we'll find our, our <laughs> You guys Hollywood are like, men. where are the leads of the movie? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> they have nothing to do with it. I'd like the money, though. Like, is that okay? Yeah, if sure. I still That's get fun. the money, yeah, that yeah. Would be... You can have yeah. my share of the money because I'll spend it. You I won't just... need it anymore. Yeah, yeah, once we marry rich, I won't we won't need, need it. it. I'm going to marry someone old, rich, and wait for him to die and then take the money. There oh, okay. I love that. Yeah, Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging is, yeah. That yeah, film. it's a great yeah. movie. I really didn't like it when I saw it as a kid. I was like, oh my God, this is going to sound so hateful, but I was like, this girl is like off the wall dramatic. Like I find her to be really <laughs> annoying. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, I'm like, 
oh, like I can totally relate to this character mm-hmm. being incredibly insecure. Yeah. The only thing I can't relate to is like a sweet guy being like, hey. Yeah, that never happened to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not How are once. you? Let's talk. Let's there were no, no Aaron Taylor Johnsons in my no. middle no. school. He is married now to the woman that directed Fifty Shades of Grey, isn't he? But not anymore. Yeah. I think they're just going yeah, they're a getting divorced. But <gasps> I just saw me? photos of them together the other day. That whole relationship oh. is—I mean, obviously, like, don't know what it's like on the inside, but as an age, he definitely gap, right? groomed him. Like they met when he was seventeen. Yeah, I've and seen she a was lot like in her forties. Like mm, that's yeah. There's issues there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yet the film is great. The film's yes. brilliant. The yeah, film I is... liked him too in Kick Ass. I don't know if you can. Oh, yeah, Kick-Ass is great. when I saw him in Kick Ass, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he is very, very good looking. I think in yeah, is it? He's a New York accent in that movie too. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, <laughs> I'm unwell. Oh, <laughs> is he in Anna Karenina? Did I make that up? I think he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's when he Knightley. grew the mustache, and I was like, yeah. oh no. Anna yeah, the Karenina. facial hair doesn't work for me no. so much. But. Yeah, I remember because it was quite a journey from him being like teen heartthrob in to then like father. Mm. Yeah, it was very like, sorry, yeah. hello, what happened? Yeah, I feel like I blinked and all of the, I'm finding this now, all of the actors that were kids when I was a kid are now being cast as someone's parent and I'm like, this isn't sitting Whoa. right for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's something wrong here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm. I was watching... Um, Oh my god, what the fuck was it called? Oh fuck, I was watching Jumanji the other day and the woman that plays... She's in Legally Blonde and she plays someone in Legally Blonde. She's like the PE teacher in fucking Jumanji. I was like, no, she's not old enough to play the PE teacher. But she obviously is, she's like... In Legally Blonde? Yeah, what's it Was it the woman, like... um, I forget her name, but she was like the girlfriend. I feel like... mm, possibly hold on was it one of Elle's friends no hold on she might have been um the fitness woman oh Allie Larder standby caller this is just an episode of us googling (laughs) things and trying to remember people's names like you know she was in that one thing with the guy with the hair oh guys maybe (laughs) she wasn't illegally blonde (laughs) fuck's sake Claire what was she in illegally blonde was like already 20 what was she in yeah it's gonna stress me out yeah oh missy Pyle, that's her name she was in oh cinderella story she was in cinderella oh. story oh got it that's where the links are oh she was in um she wasn't in cinderella story cinderella's the other with um lucy hale that one oh that one. one yeah yeah she was oh. also in josie and the pussycats is what i know her from that's, yes yeah. yes and charlie and the chocolate factory she was the mum in that as well which is stressful have you seen parents the, the Lindsay lohan parent trap yes oh yeah so the line in that that makes my the core of my soul hurt is when Lindsay Lohan says to Meredith Blake, "So how and how old are you?" And she goes, "I'm 26." And you're like, "Yeah." Oh. <laughs> Meredith yeah. Blake scene is Seriously? who I want to be yeah. when I grow up. Yeah, there's like a lot of redemptive content yeah. on TikTok that's like Meredith Blake was wrong. Yes, yeah. she was. She was fucking she was- bratty little children. All she wanted was his money. <sighs> Fair. 26 a hot hot vineyard owner wants mm. to marry her she has this great job she's mm-hmm. super beautiful and attractive and then these 
ratty little children come along okay. to ruin it for her. Justice for Meredith. Justice yeah. for Meredith and justice for Sharpay. Maybe yes. that's just what happens when you grow up. You're like, oh, the person who's portrayed as like the bad person in the films is actually probably the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're just in a bad situation and mm. they're just kids being annoying. Yeah. I always feel like that about Little Mermaid. I'm like, Ariel was a fucking brat. Yeah. When she's like, I'm Absolutely. 16, I'm not a kid I anymore. I love him, daddy. Shut she's up, She's a child. princess. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I want more. I want more. <laughs> Shut up, man. Just give the the sea octopus your voice and fuck off. No one, no one cares for you anymore. <laughs> It's been an absolute joy having yeah. you with us. Thank you. Yeah, it's been thank so you much for fun. Thank you guys so much. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. We'll have to have you guys on to do a movie sometime. Oh my God. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell us what to watch that. and we'll watch something for you. Yeah. Oh, no, you you tell us what you, you want to pick. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm Page Master. Watch the fucking Page Master. <laughs> no, I'm not watching Page Master. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're forced to talk about the Page Master. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that one. <laughs> We'll find something. Fine. We have to watch the fucking Wait, have you guys spoken about Anger Songs and Perfect Stalking? No, we haven't. Because that I'd be down for. That's Mm. my entire religion. We can give you a British take on that as well. Oh, yes. Yes. I love that. Thank you guys so much. Where can people find you? You can follow us on Instagram. It's at movies that raised us. Um, You can also send us a good old fashioned email at movies that raised us at gmail.com. Yes, you can follow us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. And you can follow us on TikTok at Movies That Raised This Pod. I had Thank such you. a blast talking to you both. You're yeah. so fun. I'm like yeah. on cloud nine right now. It's such a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. No, thanks. It's been so fun. We've had the best time. I love anyone that can match our chaos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you guys have done that, which yeah. is all I can Perfect. ask for. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I doff my cap. <laughs> <laughs>If you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review you can follow us on our podcast instagram page at download your thoughts or soph jones music and claire cordell on all platforms keep an eye on the download your thoughts instagram stories because we might ask you questions that will feature in the next episode thanks for listening bye, bye. <laughs>